Hey, Pond family, it's Egal, and welcome back to another episode of the Pond Leaders Podcast. It's been a while. I've missed you. I know that the world's a little bit crazy right now. Um, I've just been hunkering down and serving the, the Facebook community and especially the mastermind. The mastermind has been doing some amazing things. And the, the, the guest on the podcast is John Gordon. I had John Gordon come in and have a private conversation with the mastermind. You're going to get to listen to about 25 minutes of the conversation. Obviously, afterward, we had a private Q&A with John Gordon. And you might ask yourself, who's John Gordon? John Gordon is a best-selling author and speaker who travels around the world teaching principles on leadership, business, and positivity. He's authored over 20 books, including eight bestsellers, uh, the Energy Bus, The Power of Positive Leadership, Training Camp, The Carpenter, The Coffee Bean, and many, many more. He's been on the Today Show, CNN, CNBC, Fox, uh, and he's also worked with some incredible companies and sports franchises like the Los Angeles Dodgers, the Atlanta Falcons, Campbell Soup, Dell, Publix, Southwest Airlines, LA Clippers, Northwestern Mutual, and many, many, many more. Uh, we had the honor, like I said, in the Mastermind to have a private session with him. And it was mind-blowing. I mean, what John taught us, the questions that the mastermind members asked and the responses he gave were so incredible that we all took huge, huge takeaways from that conversation. So I want to just uh, give you kind of a taste of what the mastermind got, and I hope you enjoy it. With that said, a big shout-out to my friends at Podium. Now, Podium is doing some incredible stuff. They're not just doing the Google um, reviews, but now they're doing the the Podium Pay, which essentially helps you still make interest charges, maybe send a, a link so if somebody pays on their layaway without coming in. And to get more information, just go to podium.com slash leaders. Once again, that's podium.com slash leaders. Now, last but not least, stay safe. Um, I know that many of you have uh, put up, you know, plexiglass and are cleaning like crazy and only allowing a certain amount of people in. Some of your staff might have gone home because they don't want to come to work. Whatever it is, just stay safe. Uh, remember that uh, you're a big part of the pond industry and most importantly, your health is number one. So here is the mastermind call, part of it, with John Gordon. Hey everyone, my name is Igaladado and this is the Pond Leaders Podcast. A podcast to help you make more money, stress less, and live an epic life, all while working at the pawn shop. Really, it comes down to positive leadership right now. We have been through unprecedented times. And yes, we've been through adversity before and challenges before, but we've never been through this before. As we know, this is something that is very unique and rare that what we're going through. But I do know this the same principles for leadership apply no matter what we're dealing with, no matter what adversity or challenge, the same principles apply to lead our teams, to build our culture, to deal with our clients, to get through this time. It's the same principles. And I want you to know my background is in retail. I, I used to be in the restaurant business. So I know what it's like to be in the restaurant business. I know what it's like to, I opened actually during 9-11 when that happened. And I, I have faced a lot of adversity and challenges in the retail business. So I, I understand the space. Appreciate what you do and, and, and how you do it. From a leadership standpoint, now more than ever, you know, we really need to have a vision of where we're going. 
Where do we want to go? What do we want to create? What do we want to build? It's more important than ever right now because if you can see it, you can create it. If you have a vision, you also have the power to make it happen. It all starts with a vision. And that vision will, will propel you through this time. How can we grow from this time? How can we adapt from this time? How can we innovate because of this time? What is our vision? I, um, years ago, I, I lost my job to the dot-com crash. And the dot-com crash really was something that I didn't handle very well at the time. I was not prepared for that moment. I didn't have a, a great vision for the future. My wife almost left me during that time because I was so miserable and negative. So you need to know that even though I write these books, I am a pessimistic optimist. I have to work really hard at being positive because I naturally go towards the negative. My dad was a New York City police officer, undercover narcotics. So he was shot a few times. He wasn't very positive. I had to really work growing up on, on being more positive. And when I went through this time years ago, I didn't handle it well, but it prepared me for a moment like this to know what do I want going forward? How can I stay positive through this moment? And how can I help others through it? And so as a leader, right, we have to make sure that we are leading in vision, not circumstance. Yes, we're going through a challenging time, but, but here's where we're going now. Yes, we're facing this setback. Yes, this craziness is going on, but, but here is where we're going now. There's so much that we can't control right now. I, I sometimes, you know, just get frustrated when I watch TV and watch what's being said because we can't control that, but we can control how we respond and what our vision is and how we're leading our teams. So now more than ever, I want to encourage you to share that vision. Pull out that telescope and microscope. Telescope, big picture vision. Microscope, zoom focus action on what we need to do every day to win today. That's the key. Telescope, microscope. Have the big picture vision, but win today. Just interviewed a Navy SEAL the other day. He said, you know, John, the guys who are trying out for Navy SEAL, to be a Navy SEAL during Hell Week, the ones who didn't make it were looking too far into the future. They were hoping and dreaming for the end of it. The ones who made it, yeah, they had a big picture vision of, of being a Navy SEAL, but the ones who made it were trying to make it to breakfast and then midday and then the evening and then breakfast again. They were basically doing bite-sized chunks of time and taking that time and, and really chunking it up and just trying to make it one step at a time. And that's what I wanna encourage you to do. We gotta win the moment. We gotta win the day. Tomorrow, we win the next day. We zoom focus, we win the next one. And over time, we'll grow through that. My motto right now is survive in advance, right? Survive in advance, like March Madness. We've been through March Madness, now we're in April, but we gotta survive this time. We gotta advance every day. So we're getting better every day by focusing on each day and winning the day. Then we adapt. We adapt through this, we innovate through this, and then we will thrive on the other side of this. So four words, right? Survive, advance, adapt. So that way we will thrive. And that big picture vision of thriving is key, knowing that we can't tell like how we're gonna thrive or what we're doing now that's gonna make us better. We can't always see that at the time but we know somehow, some way as we go through this, that that's gonna lead to us thriving into the future. I'm now doing virtual training where we have our power positive leadership training where we, we do a physical event. We had to cancel four of our events. I've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. So we've had to cancel all these events, but now we're gonna do virtual training and we're gonna see how it goes. We have one May 13th, 14th for leaders. It's gonna be online and we're gonna do it. And that could become part of our future program and offering 
where we might have hundreds and thousands and thousands of people that now do our virtual training where with the physical events you're only basically limited to 100 people so we're thinking of how can we improve how can we grow how can we innovate adapt to thrive on the other side of that and that only happens if you maintain your vision so what do you want now how can you get better from this time how can you grow from this time and then what do you want to create into the future? Those are the key questions to ask yourself. What do I want to create? What do I want right now? How can I get better? And how can I improve because of what we're going through right now? It starts with vision. All right, the second key to being a positive leader, we got to lead with optimism and belief. It's not easy to be positive right now. We know though that stars shine the brightest in the darkness and positive leaders will shine the most through adversity. And it's our positivity and how we lead our teams right now that's everything so we have to feed ourselves in order to feed others and if we don't have it we can't share it and so we got to feed that positive each day and the way we do that is by talking to ourselves instead of listening to ourselves have you read the books you know the best advice i ever heard is from dr james gills only person on the planet to complete six double ironman triathlons the last time he did it he was 59 years old he was asked how he did it he said this i've learned to talk to myself instead of listen to myself. And right now, we gotta talk to ourselves instead of listen to ourselves. Because those negative thoughts are gonna come in. Those thoughts of doubt and fear are gonna come in, right? Raise your hand if you're dealing with some thoughts of doubt and negativity coming in, be honest. Yeah, we all are, every day. It is the battle of our mind right now. I got them every day, just so you know, I got them. They're always coming in, but here's the key. Are those negative thoughts coming from you? What do you think? No. How do I know that? Who would ever choose to have a negative thought? You would never choose a negative thought. That's pretty wild when you think about it. Do you choose your dreams when you're sleeping? Do you choose your nightmares when you're sleeping? No. No one has ever found a thought inside of a brain. Thoughts are always coming in. And the key is not to believe the lies that they tell. Don't believe the lies we see on the media, all the negativity out there, right? The constantly negative news channels that are always pumping out the negative thoughts. We gotta continually speak truth to the lies, to encourage ourselves during this time. Five Ds, they're gonna affect us right now. Five Ds that will sabotage you and your business and your team. Remember these five Ds, you'll start to see them everywhere. There's doubt, there's distortion, which are lies. There's discouragement, we don't give up because it's hard, we give up because we get discouraged. There's distraction, so we start focusing on everything else instead of what really matters. And then there's division, we feel divided ourselves, feel divided from our team, divided from our community, division. The word anxious literally means divided. So if you're feeling anxious, it means you're feeling divided. So what's the counter to those five Ds? Instead of doubt, there's trust. Instead of distortion lies, we speak truth to those lies. Instead of discouragement, we encourage ourselves each day and encourage each other. Instead of distraction, we focus on what matters most, our culture our relationships, our positivity, our adapting and innovating for the future to be more successful, and our unity, right? Instead of division, there is unity. There is love and love wins. Love casts out fear. The more we love, the more we will overcome the division. And the more we do that on a daily basis, that's how we overcome. It's a simple recipe, but it works. And it's a simple understanding of what will sabotage us if we allow it to. So every day, make sure you're encouraging yourself. Truett Cathy said, how do you know if a man or a woman needs encouragement? If they're breathing, right? We all do. And Zig Ziglar was 
was asked about motivation. Come on, Zig, motivation doesn't last. He said, neither does bathing. It's why you have to do it every day. And so each morning we get up, we can rise and shine or rise and whine. And what are we choosing? And I don't mean W-I-N-E, right? We don't want to rise in W-I-N-E. That would not be good for us and our leadership and our business, right? So we want to make sure that we're feeding that positive so that way we can feed others. And then it's all about relationships. I mean, really it is. It's about overcoming the negativity and the relationship. We got to post that sign that says, no energy vampires allowed, right? Gandhi said, I will not let anyone walk through my mind with their dirty feet. We have to make sure we're being more positive than the negativity we face. We have to make sure that we are still talking to our team, investing in those relationships, building the culture, leading them in a positive way, being there for them, but also having the honest conversations about what we're dealing with right now. I mean, I don't know where you are in your business, but maybe, maybe you have to let some people go. Maybe you have to uh, pay people less and they have to take less money during this time. Those are conversations that every business should have. There's nothing wrong with doing that during this time, if you have these honest conversations with your team about where you are, what you need to do to get through this time and how you'll grow because of it. It's okay to have those conversations. Nick Nurse, the coach of the Toronto Raptors is a friend of mine and, and Nick um, was telling me like before their season last year, before they won the championship, he put an elephant on his desk. And anytime one of the players walked into his office, they knew they were gonna talk about the elephant in the room. They were going to deal with the issues at hand. There was going to be no secret agendas, secret negativity. They're going to bring it out into the open, have the difficult conversations, bring it to the light so that they could be a stronger team. So as a leader, what can you do? Well, if you read the power of positive leadership, it's four C's, communication, connection, commitment, and caring. Communication, connection, commitment, and caring. If we do those every day, we will lead our teams through this challenge. We will communicate. It builds trust and it helps generate the commitment that fosters the teamwork, that delivers the results. But it all starts with great communication. And remember this, where there's a void in communication, negativity will fill it. Where there's a void, negativity will fill it. And that's why we have to make sure we're filling that void with positive communication. Don't be like the guy that said, you know, um, when his wife said, you know, I never say you love me. You said, I told you when we got married, if anything changed, I'd let you know. No, we have to make sure that we're communicating, 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 so that we continue to, to fill that void. One time I was running really late to a speaking engagement and I, uh, I went to, the, to get my bag out of the kitchen. I look at the back patio and there's a snake on the patio. I did not have time to deal with the snake. I had to get to the airport. So I got my bag and I ran out the door. As I ran at the door, I noticed that my wife's cell phone was on the counter. Catherine was running errands. I'm thinking, I, I got to let Catherine know about the snake. And so I'm driving really fast to the airport. I finally come to a red light. I pull out the phone. I start texting her. Catherine, there's a snake on the patio. And so take off, you know, green light, take off, get to the airport, sprint through the airport, get on the plane, call her, Catherine, Catherine, did you get my text? It's like, yeah, John, I get your text. You type snack instead of snake. And there wasn't a snack on the patio. The snake was there. Still paying for it to this day. She got me a book shortly after that said we should read it together. It's called Have a New Husband by Friday. And it's all about slowing down to make sure that we take the time to communicate with our team, with our relationships, to build that relationship. Remember, relationships are the foundation upon which winning teams are built. And every great relationship is built upon the foundation of communication. Okay, the next thing is connect. 
That's where we connect. That's where we earn trust. That's where we develop a relationship with our team. This is a great time, great time to connect and do team building exercises and do exercises to build the relationships with the team. I mean, I got a ton, I got a 10 top 10 team building exercises. You can Google them. John Gordon, top 10 team building exercises. You can find those exercises and you can start doing them. Great exercises to do with your team to help build the relationships and connect. But what I found is that the best leaders connect one-on-one with the people that they lead, one-on-one, and then they help the group, the team connect with each other. And I think that's essential. Why? Because connection leads to commitment. That the more connected you are, the more committed you will be. And the more connected you are to your team members and the more they connected to you, the more loyal they are to you, the more they feel stronger about the relationship. And so they don't leave in tough times. And when adversity hits, right, instead of running away from each other, everyone's running towards each other because of that connection and that commitment. One encouraged to do that. Google did a study called Project Aristotle, and they wanted to know where their best teams and ideas and inventive ideas came from. And they studied teams within Google and also teams around the world, studied thousands of teams. And what they found was that their best ideas didn't come from the A-teams, not the guys with the most domain-specific knowledge and rock stars in their field. No, it came from the B-teams. These B-teams didn't have the geniuses, but they had emotional and psychological safety. They felt free to share ideas back and forth. And as a result of that, that led to genius ideas. The commitment led to this collective genius in the team. And I think now more than ever, we got to start pulling out the ideas of the team and banding together. For me, my team is meeting once a week where we all get together and we're basically having a Zoom and we're just connecting as a team every week. All the consultants, the speakers, the trainers, we're all just getting together every week and we're having conversation. And honestly, for us, we're doing prayer and we're doing a, this whole thing to each other. But we all had to ask what we're learning. We had to answer what we're learning from this experience. So each person shared and you got to learn what each person was, was dealing with. So, um, you know, it's really about making sure that we're, we're connecting in that way. And then there's commitment. And to me, that's always about leading our teams as a servant leader, being there for our team, here to serve them. Don't allow busyness and stress to get in the way of, of serving others. Right now, during this time, what, what happens is we go into survival mode. And when we're busy and stressed and, and fearful, we activate the reptilian part of our brain. And if you know anything about a reptile, we'll never love you. It's all about survival. When we're busy and stressed, we're all about survival. We're about us getting through the day, just trying to make it, get, getting our business going. And so we're not thinking about developing relationships. We're not thinking about, you know, taking care of our clients. We're thinking about how can we just get through the day. But now more than ever is when we have to commit to our team, commit to our clients, develop that relationship one person at a time. Because I know many of you are still have stores open that where people are able to come in. And so now more than ever, it's a time to develop those relationships to really win win each relationship, one person at a time, win their heart, win their mind, win their business, one at a time. And now more than ever, we can do that. And so that way, the relationships we develop now through the commitment we have now will lead to so many great things in the future. And now is the time to do that. And that leads to care. And when you care, you stand out in a world where many just don't seem to care. It's the caring that makes a difference. I met a guy who's a marketing executive and he has a client that has a furniture bedding store. And the furniture bedding store in a town of, of, of 12,000 does about 6 million a year in sales, 6 million. 
should, should only do about, you know, 500,000 to a million. He's crushing it. And the marketing executive said, you know what? You don't want to know the key to his success. I said, of course. He said, that guy, he said, after every sale, after every business, will call up within 30 days, call up his client and see how they're doing and just basically check on them. Are they happy with the service, happy with the sale? Every sale gets a call and he calls them personally. He sees people at the grocery store. He sees them in, in restaurants. This was before the, 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 the shutdown. <laughs> he would basically see people all around. They would say, hey, thanks for that call. Thanks for that call. And he stands out. He builds his business because he cares more. And I think it starts with us caring about our team, having those conversations, committing to them, serving them, developing the relationships with them. And again, even if it's bad news, having the really good conversations and the tough conversations sometimes about that so that we can then grow together. And they'll always remember you caring about them and so do your clients, but that's how we stand out. And I can tell you over and over again, just different examples of, of leaders who show that they care and how that helps build their business into the future. And me wanting to do this with you is just, you know, I don't want to meddle, but it's one of the ways that I wanted to show that I care. I love what you're doing. You're, you're reading my books. This is a time for me to give back. This is a time for me to give back. This is a time for me to invest in others and, and make a difference. I'm doing the Minnesota Timberwolves after this. And uh, Carl, Carl Anthony Towns' mom passed away from COVID-19. It's going to be a tough conversation here at, uh, at 2 o'clock East Coast time. But it's a conversation we're going to have because this is a time to, to serve. So I think it's a time for all of us. And when we do, we plant the seeds now. We're planting the seeds now for our business. We keep watering and nurturing it every day. The harvest is going to come. I'd love to take some of your questions right now and just have an interactive dialogue. I could share, I mean, I could keep talking, but I think it'd be cool to have an interactive dialogue and, and um, answer any questions you have on anything you're dealing with, anything you're facing. Be honest, right? Is it time to be honest and share? And let's grow together. For sure. John, thank you so much. I took, you know, three pages of notes there. Um, we'll get into questions really quick. So if you have a question, just write Q in the chat. That way I know you've got a question so I can call on you. And while they're doing that, John, I want to bring up one thing that was in your book, two things. And we, we call them pond pirates. Uh, you call them the energy vampires. We call them pond pirates. And we make the pond pirates walk the plank, right? I love um, it. You, talked, you talked about two things in your book. You said, you know, confront negative um, and either transform it or remove it. And then you talked about positive leaders focus on solving and not the problems themselves. Can you just give us a minute of synopsis about like why it's so important to confront the negative right away and get it out? Because one person can't make a team, but one person could break a team. And having been in the restaurant business, one negative employee can scare away all of your customers. So it's really important to have a team that is really united together and positive together because that negativity will sabotage a team. And the biggest mistake that leaders make is they do not deal with the negativity that exists on their team. It persists and it exists. And over time, it winds up sabotaging the team. And this crisis is gonna reveal in many ways, like who the energy vampires are probably even more. And so they'll stand out even more. John Maxwell was speaking yesterday and I was following him and he said something really great. He said, the crisis reveals what, what you value. It reveals what you believe and it reveals who you are. And I, I think as we start to see that in ourselves, right? We may see ourselves as, I don't like what I see. I gotta be more positive. Good, it's gonna, it's gonna move you to change. I changed, 
from the dot-com crash changed my life, right? In so many ways that I'm able to do this now. And so you can change for the better because of it. When you have a negative employee, either they change and get on the bus or you have to let them off the bus. But you do so in a positive way. You don't want to be negative about negativity. Remember, you want to be demanding, not demeaning. You want to practice love and accountability. You love them, care about them. And because they know you care about them, now you, you can earn the right to have that conversation, to challenge them, to grow and get better. I always ask people this question, you want growth or great growth? Growth or great growth? A lot of people say, yeah, I want great growth. Everyone says that. Who, who doesn't want great growth? We all do. But for growth, I just encourage every day, you just show up every day, you do your work and go through the routine and you're going to have some growth. But for great growth, I have to make you feel uncomfortable. For great growth, I have to push you and challenge you a little bit. And so when you challenge someone and make them uncomfortable, it's the discomfort that leads to growth. And in many ways right now, this experience is causing us to be uncomfortable. But I believe this discomfort will make us grow in the long run, but it's making us uncomfortable now. So again, for those vampires, you gotta build a great culture. And the only way you build a great culture is with positive people who believe what you believe, who wanna share positive energy with your customers. And when you do that, it attracts more and more people to your business. Positive energy is contagious. We get a virus that's contagious, but positive energy is contagious. And the more we share it, it comes back. And haven't been in the restaurant business, right? The more, more we put it out there, the more it came back. And that's really key. And you have that negative, one negative person, they start to sabotage the team. So you address that person, talk about our, our culture, our values. This is what we're about. This is who we are. This is how we do things. I need you to be positive. I need you to be part of our, our positive energy going forward. And I really want you to see, see you succeed and be part of our team. But if you're going to be negative and bring that negative energy, you know, it's going to be hard to work together because I can't have negative energy around here. And so if you do it in a positive way, but remember, you got to lead that way too. So we, we got to talk about positivity, but we got to lead that way too, which is the hardest thing to do. But you share your expectations. This is what I expect. And then this is what you can expect from me. So I expect this of you. These are our standards, non-negotiable, but this is what you can expect from me to help you deliver these standards. And I'm doing that with my son right now. He's 20 years old, home from college because, you know, the school got shut down and everything. And he's like sleeping all, sleeping late, you know? And I'm like, look, that's not going to happen. Like, so I found myself getting negative the first couple of days. But now I'm like, no, I'm not going to get negative. Started having a conversation with him. Listen, this is what we do. This is how we do things. And if you can't live up to these standards, you can go stay at a friend's house. You're not staying here. These are our standards. And he quickly got it because, but I didn't even do it negative. Like it was more like, hey, this is what we expect. But you know, I'm here to help you, here to guide you, here to be, I'm here for you. He knows I love him. So you got to have those conversations. Dabo Sweeney is a coach I worked with for the last eight years. And Dabo Sweeney is all about love and accountability. I asked one of the players in training camp last year, why'd you choose Clemson? And he said, because they love us here. He said, they really care about us. It's like a family. A lot of people talk about it like a family, but, and say it's a family, but it's, it's really not. But here it is. He said, don't get me wrong, though. Dabo yells at me a lot. <laughs> he said, but I know he's doing it because he cares about me. He's really pushing me to be great because he wants me to be great. And so even though coaches like getting on him, he knows he's doing it from a loving place, not this demeaning negative place. It's not you're stupid, you're this. It's no, come on, you're better than that. I believe in you. Come on, I see this, this greatness that you have in you. Let's, let's work towards that. Let's make that happen. And so it's very positive, even though he's yelling. Love it, man. Nick, go ahead and ask your question, my friend. Morris, I hope that answered your question. He just, he said it right to the point of your question. So Nick, go ahead. 
Uh, John, thank you for your time. Uh, I'll tell you right now that Agal uh, transformed my company about seven months ago and turned me onto the energy bus. So um, I love what you're doing here with us, taking the time out um, and signing up. And, and you talked about your virtual uh, courses. I'm in the works with somebody on your team named Alex, maybe. Oh, yep, yep. Uh, about setting my team up on doing some virtual training since we can't all meet in a room. So we're going to do things just like this. So awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I read that um, you're typically, by nature, not a positive person. Right. So can you kind of walk me through when you wake up in the morning and you're not all there, what you do to change, change the gears? Best thing I do is take a walk of gratitude every day. You know, when I get up, just practice gratitude. Research shows you can't be stressed and thankful at the same time. Transform my mind over the years, right? So I just walk. could be 10 minutes, but while you're walking, just saying what you're thankful for. Research shows you're flooding your brain and body with these positive emotions that uplift you rather than the stress hormones that slowly drain and kill you. So right now, like we can be focused on what we lost or what we, get, what we will gain, right? We were getting ready to have like the best year ever, all of us, I'm sure, right? I was like, I was crushing it, right? I mean, it was literally my best year ever. Like January, February, March, I was like crushing it. And then all of a sudden, boom, it hit, right? And you can't go back and focus on what you've lost because we don't know what would have been but we do know what will be by our actions and what we create right now and so we can create what will be and i think that's what we have to focus on because you can't go backwards right so you got to move forward and uh you know that's that's just so for me that's it like I, I i cannot allow myself to have a pity party to go backwards it is what it is and i accept it control what you can control and it's like all right now it's how do we make it positive going forward and that's the mindset. Dabo Sweeney loses against um, LSU this year. Two days later, I text him, right? How you doing? It was their time. They were clearly meant to win. Dabo says, yep, it was their time. He goes, but guess what? It's the, the roaring 20s. going to be the best decade in football ever, and Clemson's going to be the one that has that best decade ever. You know, already thinking positive two days later, not wallowing in the past of the loss. So what will we gain as we go forward, that's what we have to think about. And, you know, in your industry, right? I think you're gonna thrive because people are gonna need you more than ever as people need money, as people need to sell things, as, as people need to buy things at a lower price. It's, it's gonna help your industry. So there's a lot of great things that are coming your way. The high-end stores, I don't know if they're gonna do as well, you know? I think there's gonna be people that are gonna be really needing things. And so, my son's selling stuff on, on, uh, online and he's actually, you know, getting a lot of buyers. That's how he's making some of his money. Cause I told him that's not making money. You're not getting a dime from me. <laughs> you have to make some money. And so he's making some money now. So, so the way uh, going back to your question, the way I stay positive every day, I do some things to feed myself. Right. And it's the mindsets. What do I get to do now? What do I have to do loss learning opportunities, stay strong, looking at the future. And I'm going to be honest for me, it's prayer. You know, like I, I just pray. I know on my own, I am fearful with God. I am faithful. I know that I couldn't do this on my own. And here's what I know. For me, my faith in God doesn't make life easier. It makes me stronger. And so that's what keeps me going. Hey, Pawn family. I hope you enjoyed that interview with John Gordon just as much as the mastermind did. Don't forget to share this podcast with other pawnbrokers in your circle, as well as join us in the Facebook community at Pawn Leaders Community. And if you have any questions about how I can help you out, joining the mastermind just shoot me a message at pawn leaders on facebook or you can find me at egal y-i-g-a-l at pawnleaders.com i'll talk to you guys soon